last week on Wasted Local Talent. And that was last week's episode, Sped Up Times 1000. Hey, who are you? Who are you? What do you think you're doing in here? I'm here to replace Jed because he can't show up to record anymore. Okay, yeah, 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 that makes sense. Um, I've been kind of wondering where he's been for the past couple weeks, um... Uh, fuck it, I guess. All right, well, since I've got to go ahead to replace Jed, um, my name is Jeeb, and I know I sound like the hormone monster from Big Mouth, but I swear to God I won't make you hard. Uh, it's definitely not a possibility. This week we have part two with Maggie from Vertical Vixen's Pole Fitness out of Clarksburg. This episode, Jed's wife shows up, Jess, and uh, kind of ruins the day, but it's okay because we still love her. Nah, she didn't really ruin the day. We had a lot of fun with her. They had a lot of fun with her. I don't know why I'm saying that I was there because I was totally not. But yeah, Vertical Vixens Pole Fitness, they're located in Clarksburg on uh, East Main Street. Uh, Hold on a second. Let me find my notes here. Uh, Yeah, 741 East Main Street in Clarksburg. And they're having their grand opening on November 9th. Doors are open. Oh, I got to pee really bad. Oh, this is this is bad. Uh, doors open at 4 p.m. Uh, at uh, that location there. Uh, the ribbon cutting, sir. Fuck. Oh, my God. I can't get comfortable. This is bad. Oh, I got to pee. It's, it's just, oh. The grand opening is Friday, November 9th. Doors open at 4 p.m. The ribbon cutting ceremony is at 5 p.m. Studio showcase at 6 p.m. And again, that's at 741 East Main Street in Clarksburg, West Virginia. West Virginia. I don't know why I said West Virginia. It's obvious. It's right down the road here. We're based in West Virginia. We record West Virginia Peoples. And I'm going to get fired on my first day here. This is not good. Uh, so if you like the uh, the music that's being played in the intro and the outro of all of our episodes, that's by a band called Best Kept Secret. Jesus Christ, it's Worst Kept Secret, you dumb fuck. I'm not really a big fan of the abuse that you're giving me right now, Daniel. Um, I would really appreciate it if you would just... Maybe if you look at the fucking notes that I gave you instead of just rattling off random bullshit. <laughs> I really don't appreciate it, man. <laughs> I don't like the way you're talking to me. Okay, listen, you can't cry. I'm tired of the crying. I think that's why Jed's not showing up anymore is because he's tired of crying all the time. So if you can just calm down and let's just finish out this intro. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll compose myself for the rest of this intro. But the song is called Bender and it's by it's by Worst Kept Secret and they're from Morgantown, West Virginia. You can find them online on Facebook and Instagram at Worst Kept Secret WV and uh, you can check them out on Spotify and iTunes and uh you know all the musical playing sites i don't listen to music um i listen to podcasts because i'm a man um so yeah okay so first you're gonna get the name wrong then you're gonna cry then you're gonna try to pigeonhole people who listen to to music okay i'll just stop you know saying my personal opinions worst kept secret bands in town spotify itunes instagram and facebook worst kept secret wv you can check out Wasted Local Talent on Instagram at Wasted Local Talent. You can check them out on Twitter at Wasted Local. Just search Wasted Local Talent on Facebook. Um, and if you want to go and poke fun at Daniel because he's being an asshole to me, you can uh, find him on Instagram at Hover Around Genocide um, because he's fucking old and uh, he's going to have to have a hover around soon. And uh, I, I gagged him so he can't talk back to me anymore and tell me how terrible I'm doing.
I think he's got some pent up aggression because you know Jed always gives it to him. But uh, but yeah, check out Wasted Local Talent. Check out Thirteen Palm Trees. That's their parent company. You can check out all of the podcasts that they have. Uh, besides Wasted Local Talent, they have D and D Kinda. They have Video Game Mythos, and they have Gurus of Gaming podcast. Um, you can search for Thirteen Palm Trees on any of the major podcasting apps, sites, all that, and it'll pull up all of those. Check them all out. They're pretty fucking sweet. And if you could, hit the subscribe button and leave a comment. Give us some feedback on how we're doing and how uh, how rad this show is. Uh, we always appreciate that. It's always good to hear from the, the listeners on their point of view on the show, if they're enjoying it or not. It seems like they are. Uh, we just recently went over a 1,000 listens, so it's pretty fucking cool. Um, so we thank everybody for listening, and thanks for everybody who's tuning in week to week. And uh, I guess we're going to go ahead now and get to the episode. And I really, really hope you enjoy it. And I hope you have a great day. And uh, it's going to start getting cold out there. And I really hope that uh, everybody out there stays safe during the winter times. And I feel like this might be my last episode. Um, I think Daniel's getting out of his restraints now, so I kind of got to go. I'll see you guys later. Bye. Part two, tangents of vertical vixens. Random shit. <laughs> so my wife just showed up. Jess, if you would like to introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Jessica. Perfect. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what we wanted. Uh, so we are interviewing Maggie, which you two obviously know each other. But Hey, girl. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any questions that you want to ask Maggie or anything you want to talk about? I don't know what you guys talked about already. I feel like I don't want to like repeat questions. I'll just ask a question, and you know, if it's something we've talked about, we'll just move on to the next one that you yeah, have. We'll just kick That's you fine. off the show at that yeah, we'll point. Just <laughs> <laughs> hey, bitch, you suck. Go away. <laughs> No pressure, though. <laughs> so, um, how do you feel about actually, like, buying your own, like, building? Like, undertaking all of that? I feel like that would be a lot. I feel a combination of things. Uh, <laughs> I feel pumped. Like, first of all, this is totally, like, a lifelong dream of mine. Um, I feel wicked overwhelmed. Also tired. <laughs> um, but excited, man. Like, my, my parents have run this cooperative artist studio since I was a kid. Uh, like my dad's a blacksmith, so he's got his shop. My mom does glasswork. They've got painters and sculptors and various artists. And so I grew up in this like cooperative art space um, and I've always wanted my own. So I feel like this is like my version of that, you know, because I don't think we've touched upon this um, while we've been recording yet, but we've got a girl putting a hair salon in the basement. Um, and then I'd like to do maybe some art studios in the other room. And I kind of just want this to be like a collab collaborative place, um, that various arts, whether they're, you know, aerial arts or visual arts or music or whatever. Um, I kind of want to have my own version of the foundry, which is what my parents studio was called. That's so, really cool. Though. I'm excited. Um, are, are you, I remember when you first at least post about it, um, you said that you guys were going to make a place where like shows could happen maybe? Yeah. So 
the the pole studio is in the actual church room, um, and every church has an altar, right? So we're referring to it as the stage now. <laughs> um, so we've got the stage, and the poles like go up and down easily. Like I could take all of my poles down in uh, ten minutes. So we'd like to do like acoustic shows and open mic nights and that kind of thing. Clear the poles out and bring the music in on the weekends. Just not the, not the crazy like punk shows. You don't want to ruin. Right. As much as I would built. love to do that. Cause I yeah. love, I love that. Um, you mm. break my mirrors. We're going to have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody's listening, they really want to piss Maggie off. Uh, one, break your, break, break your mirrors. One, like Drew's a big dude, but honestly I'd more scared of Maggie. Yeah. yeah I'll sure. fuck like, you up. Yeah, you yeah, fuck yeah, with my studio. Yeah. I will fuck you up. Like, yeah. yeah I would steal all of your poles. Just uh, all of them. Oh, girl. Uh-uh. Just yeah. play hide and seek. Like, where are they in your church? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of places they could be. There's a lot of rooms in this place. <laughs> so, so how challenging is it? Because um, you guys have a lot at home too. Yeah. To, to take care of and upkeep with. That's got to be hard finding a balance between the business and then you know your personal. Space it is. Well. Um, my husband and I have 15 acres in Doddridge County, and we own our home. Um, we've been focusing on the construction of the church for the last five months and like, yeah, things at home are, are definitely going, um, on the back burner. Luckily the, the bulk of the work at the church is done. Um, so we can go back to, to working on the house, but yeah, it's, it's definitely been a juggling act yeah. for sure. Have you still been dealing with the whole, uh, them drilling and like running pipe on your property? Yes. Um, it's funny you should mention that. <laughs> um, most of y'all know, and I'm not going to elaborate on this too much, but I'm not uh, not super supportive of the gas and oil industry mm. because of its environmental impacts. Um, they are putting a pipeline through our property, which is kind of sad because um, my husband put a lot of work into into buying this property that, that they've just sort of demanded that we fork over to them. However, um, they paid us for it, and we bought a church with the money. So... Um, thank you, Dominion, but also like screw you a little bit. Yeah, they, they it's ruined, a double-edged sword. Yeah. yeah. So they come in and they just like just ruin the property. Like completely like where they run it, I'm sure it's, you know, taking trees down. Yeah, I haven't just, had the heart you know. to go up there. It's all the way at the mm-hmm. top of our hill. Okay. Um, it takes like twenty minutes to hike up there. Mm-hmm. I haven't had the heart to look at it, but Drew went up there the other day and said it, it kind of looks like a war zone. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I figured they probably just left it. Yeah, well, it's in the contract that they have to. Yeah, they, they have, they have to restore it. it. Okay. Yeah. they're gonna gotcha. like, you know, plant grass and okay. whatever. But well, the worst part they, about it though is that those those lines have to be serviced and they yeah. have to be checked on a regular basis. Right. Mm-hmm. So then, not only does it suck because you know they're coming in and doing that against your will, kind of, mm-hmm. and changing your property, or, right? You know, irreversibly. Yep. But then they also have to come back on a regular basis right. and get on your property all the time. Luckily, we don't have, it. we didn't let them put an access road like through our property. So they have to come up from the backside. Okay. So, like, we won't really be affected by them servicing it, um, which is nice. The two things that I'm, three things that I don't love about it is A, pipelines explode sometimes. Uh, it's not guaranteed, obviously, but it could happen. Um, or they could leak. Uh, B, that was the only other flat spot on our property. Like we, we own 15 acres, but it's 15 acres of like Doddridge County. 
Correct. <laughs> it's very steep. Yeah. So flat so nice space. It is. It's beautiful. I love flat space. You're just like, yes. Right. Why? This is great. <laughs> right. right. So that was our only other flat space. And our plan was to build a little cabin up there someday. And uh, now we can't. Um, and then the last thing. Fuck. What was the last thing? I had a third point and now I can't remember it. It's gone. It's gone. <sighs> yep. There's a third thing. We'll get back to that. So I guess that's another question I'd like to ask you, you know, because of the fact that you didn't grow up here. Um, I kind of personally haven't grown up here. Um, I feel like uh, the fossil fuel industry has sort of taken advantage of West Virginia. I agree. And I feel like there's a lot of residents here that would disagree with me on that. Um, my papa was a coal miner, mm-hmm. so... That's in my family and everything, and I think most people can tie that back at some point in their roots. Absolutely. But I I definitely feel like a lot of the issues that we have economically and kind of what we were talking about earlier about how, you know, one of the issues in West Virginia is there's just nothing to do. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of that can be tied into the fact that so much of our economy has been bottlenecked into that industry. Right. I think... uh it's. I feel a little bit weird talking about this because I am from out of state. Mm-hmm. Um, but it gives you like, a good a good uh, viewpoint on it, though. Right. I mean, I'm a Yankee with an opinion, <laughs> which makes me sometimes feel a little bit like weird. I never want to offend anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's detrimental to the environment. Number one, that's my concern. Number two, um, I feel like they take advantage of of rural poverty. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people like they're doing this. At where I live, um, there's a lot of poverty out where I live. And when when a company comes in and they offer, we're going to give you $1,000. For a lot of people, that's make it or break it. That's huge for a lot of people. I mean, most people in that situation living in that kind of poverty have never seen that kind of money. So they're Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I'll take it. But they don't really – they aren't necessarily educated on like the adverse effects of it um, or how it could affect them down the line. So that upsets me a lot. Um, but then on the flip side, it's like the only industry. Yeah, it's all that's here. Yeah. Exactly. So but like, I think that, that kind of ties back into what I was saying earlier about they've kind of taken advantage of West Virginia because absolutely. that's the only industry because they've made it that way. You want to feed your yeah. kids? Yeah. You want health insurance? You want to be able to live semi-comfortably, you work for the gas company. Mm-hmm. So I don't even blame the people that work for you the gas company. can't blame them. That's no. the only option they have. Yeah. I, they're just trying to survive. Yeah. Um, it's It goes up the ladder for me. Like my my anger is definitely geared more towards the higher-ups. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because um, even those people that are working for the company are being taken advantage of. Because oh, yeah, for sure. If they live in an area where they're drilling or whatever, uh, a lot of those people get sick. Yeah. Well, wasn't know? it like... Last year or two years ago, maybe that Dominion had that like big time worker strike because they yeah. were messing with their benefits. Right. Yeah. So. Right. I thought that strike was awesome, though. I'm I'm always like a an advocate of of people standing up for labor rights, no yeah. matter what industry they're in. I think what worries me the most about the oil and gas is I, I'm worried that what's gonna ha- what's gonna happen is uh, the same thing that happened with coal, where, um, you know, coal isn't dead. Coal is is integral to the United States economy. What happened with coal is that they automated so many of the jobs that they just couldn't. I mean, they saw a way to cut costs and reduce employees, and right. they did because it was a good business decision. But where that hurt us was 
we were so reliant on it that when that, you know, when it left, it created such a vacuum that we struggled for so long. I mean, I remember whenever, you know, whenever I was really little before oil and gas exploded like it has, people didn't have jobs. Mm. Like it was hard. And now that oil and gas is here, you know, it's not nearly as hard as it was back then, but I'm worried that the same thing is going to happen and there's there's not going to be that same need for people to work. And then what do we do? We still never fix the problem from when we had coal. Right. We've never brought, you know, a multitude of jobs into the state to support people. Right. Yeah, there has to be like some kind of alternative industry. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you're relying on something that that isn't finite. It's not. It can leave. Of right. course, anything could leave, but especially like the need for oil and gas, or like like you said, like something that. Um, oh man, I just like lost the word. Something that's like you said, automated that like takes over like other people's jobs. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's something exactly what that is. We could talk about this for a long time. Yeah. Oh my God. I know I'm thinking about like 10 other tangents I could go off well, on. So one, one thing, uh, one question that I did want to bring up, one topic that I wanted to discuss that I think will be a little bit cheerier than what we've been talking about. Um, but, you know, a lot of what we've talked about so far is that, you know, Part of your goal is not just to own your own your own business and to you know run your show and everything, but it's you want to empower women. Yes. So I'm not going to tread lightly here because I want you, I want you to take over this. But so I feel like there's this issue that a lot of people run into with feminism, where you know they want to touch it with like a ten foot pole, right? Because it feels like. There's this line in the sand that a lot of people don't want to cross where they feel like if we empower too much women too much, we almost inherently make them more fragile. Well, what do you guys think about that? I don't... Can you elaborate on that a little so bit? So that's an argument that I see a lot of people make. Too that, fragile. Well, not that you're making women fragile, but that feminism, feminism in itself, right, is like inherently downplaying women. By saying what? That we're... Oppressed currently? Yeah. I mean, we are. <laughs> oh, I agree. No, I'm I'm agreeing with you, but like, right. But this is somebody. But else's that's a, that's that's normally whenever people make an argument against it, that's a that's a common theme that a lot of people will spit out. Right. Well, that sounds to me like they're just denying that there's a problem at all. Yeah. And that's a really great way to shut somebody up. Yeah. Is to be like, wow, you have no right to bitch because, uh, and it sounds like they're like spinning it in a way that. It's like, no, you are powerful. You are powerful. It's cool. Um, there's no problem. I don't want to address this. Yeah. Yeah, like know? sweep it under the rug and that's just ignore it. That's kind of what it sounds like to me. I personally have never run into that example, um, but that's that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. I feel like society in general, like especially through like social media, um, you see, I, I see a lot of that. And uh, like it's, you get both sides of it. And these people, I feel like, aren't, aren't seeing feminism for what it really is and they have their own mindset of what it is and then they just go off of that right you know what do you think um like the mainstream person or or whoever you're talking about what do you think their interpretation of feminism is like from stuff that i've seen them post like women just complaining to complain because they want to complain you know uh, it's like yeah. 
I also it's, see where they're just like get excited and they just jump into stuff. They're like, oh, hey, you're walking around with your boobs out. I'm going to do that too because that seems like a great idea. But they don't know what they're really talking about or what they're fighting for. A lot of people just blindly follow other people and they don't even really know what feminism means to right. other people, especially yeah. other people like a woman like a woman like yourself, like trying to get a business off, off the ground. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot of what social media is and how people can just say whatever they want that's on their mind. Right. No repercussions. But they, they don't much. do the research yeah. or know what they're talking about. They just form opinions and post right. it. And I think that's a lot of the problem because you get these people who do that and will say something about a subject and then all their friends will see it and they'll, then that's in their mind too. Right. And then it just spreads. A lot of folks, you know, and it's, what, when they read something, they take it as like the gospel Yeah, instead yeah, of like forming true. their own opinions about yeah. it. I think people who are, who are not directly involved by whatever conflict it is, whether it be feminism or mm. racism or yeah. whatever. Any, any topic like that or right. any, any topic at, in general. I think know, that, yeah. that those people's job is to ask questions and to listen, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like it's, it's not necessarily up to those folks who are not affected by it to have the opinion, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're not affected by it, you're not affected by it. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you give a shit, that's, that's great. Yeah. Then, then maybe start asking some questions and, and giving, Giving the people who are affected by it a chance to to tell you what it's about yeah. instead of assuming or mm-hmm. just jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. and that's, I think that's a. I mean, that's a problem with society in general. Like with Absolutely. anything, with politics, with sports, with anything. Social media has made the it's, the world a very different place very quickly. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you get these. You it's get very these, toxic. It is, it is. and I. I participate in it, you know, because I have the business yeah. and I want to update people and advertise mm-hmm. and whatever. But I really don't get political or mm-hmm. opinionated that much anymore because it's like. It's, mm. I mean, see, you get people that will, you know, get into arguments and stuff. It's like, if you really feel that way, like, let's sit down and talk about that because right. I know that you can't form those opinions off the top of your head. You have to right. sit and think and probably retype and retype and retype and then yeah, post it and Google it yeah. or copy and paste somebody mm-hmm. else's. And that's what's so weird about it's, social media is like when, you know, when you're on social media, it's like everything is so decisive. You know, everybody is so polar opposites of everything. Yeah. But if you sit down with someone face to face and actually, you know, discuss your beliefs, most of the time, they're closer than what you think. Yeah. Or you're going to have a far more civil conversation yes. because you don't have a, a screen yes. to hide yeah. behind and maybe yeah. you'll actually hear somebody out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's where we've kind of lost in society in itself is that um, there's not a lot of social interaction anymore, especially around here because there's not a lot of places to go to hang out. Like you can go to a bar, but you're just going to get drunk or whatever. Right. You know, there's not a lot of, you know, places to go and just meet and talk to people. That's where know? I come in. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody, like you said, you can just hide behind your computer screen and say whatever you want to and, right. you know, talk to people in there and you don't have to leave your house. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, that's a problem I think with the world in general. And it's even worse in places like this where there's not a lot to do. So that's all you do. Right. You know, so it's something that, that fucking pisses me off. Social media is goes too. clear back to it like kind of scares stuff. me more than makes me angry. I I like I think was part of one of the last generations that grew up like I remember not having a computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like yep. as a child, we didn't have a computer in our home. And it's hard because like you don't want to be, you know, 
the broken record of like this next generation is <laughs> but it's hard not to you know, get yeah. worked up about it is I and mean, things have changed so yeah. fast since then yeah uh, and so it's kind of scary to think like, whoa, I'm 26 years old. In my lifetime, this thing has come in and totally changed the way mm-hmm. that the world functions. And that is a short period of time. What's yeah. it going to be like in 20 years? And I, I think like, I think that looking back on this in the future, like I think this is going to be, you know, this general time period is going to be seen as kind of a transition because I remember, um, and history buffs can butcher me listening to this if I get this wrong, but I want to say it was like around the time that Kennedy was elected um, was whenever they first started televising mm. uh, presidential campaigns. And that is kind of marked as like a change in the way that elections occurred because then you saw it live. You know, it wasn't just somebody shows up in your town and or close to you and you drive to a rally and you right. hear him talk in person. Yeah. You know, it's different whenever you're on TV. And I think that we're kind of seeing, especially this past election, I think with, you know, as much as Facebook and Twitter and, you know, social media in general played a role on top of just, you know, online news. And then, of course, you know, the the whole fake news scandals Mm -hmm. and, you know, the bots and all that. I think this is going to be something that we look back on and we see it as like a, a point in time where a very significant change happened. I would love for a change. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Scary place we live in. Another topic we could go yeah. on about forever. Yes, indeed. indeed. <laughs> Jess, you got anything? Um, well, I was going to ask this earlier, but um, do you plan on like maybe, this is more of like trying to go back to your like business. Mm-hmm. Um, do you plan on like um, like having food or like maybe like a bar eventually or anything like that? Because like if you're going to have a venue, like you could always do like ventures but i know like um like licensing and stuff like that is expensive as well right i would like to at some point but yeah like you said the 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 licensing and like getting everything up to code for that would be tough mm-hmm. it would be, um yeah. i know daniel you probably mm-hmm. know all about mm-hmm. this the, i mean if you're serving alcohol beer licenses really aren't that expensive right it's the liquor but even just like that like the health codes yeah dealing with yeah, food having, or mm-hmm. coffee or whatever yeah. i personally would love to have a coffee, coffee shop, shop someday I love because listen <laughs> i grew up in new england and we take that shit so seriously yeah. Yeah. coffee is an art form and like no offense west virginia i love you guys but like Sometimes the coffee down here tastes like a glass of water with a rusty nail in the yep. bottom of it. <laughs> yep. you know, so going back to like what I was saying before about how like I want people to dance with, so I'm gonna make them. It's like I'm on a good coffee. So, so, you're make it. It. so maybe someday <laughs> I'll make it. Right now I'm gonna take care of the pole studio. But in my, you know, wildest dreams, I would totally love to to do coffee someday. And then, like, just, like, wondering, but, like, I've seen, like, certain businesses where you can be, like, bring your own beer or bring your own wine. Like, how does mm-hmm. that work? Like, do you have to have a license for that? Like, I don't really, I've never I really understood how that works. I think that's more of an insurance thing, at least in, in my experience. Like, my insurance company offers a thing where, like, for X amount of extra dollars, you can do a BYOB thing. But, like, I don't know how I feel about that because, like, drunk people on poles. Yeah. Well, I meant more Maybe or less for, the for like, for the oh, venue. For the venue. For no, the no, venue. no. Yeah, drunk people on poles, like, you're just asking for yeah, somebody to not... land on their neck and it, it <laughs> will end badly. But then how does that work for, like, underage people? Is it just, like, a... Honor system? Honor system? I Because you, you can still, still like, have if, to card? If you... I think if it's a private event, you can do BYOB. 
but I don't I, see. That's the thing is like because if bar, you'd, if you had to card, I would think that you would have to have a license yeah. to be able to do that. Yeah, like with, that sounds with, about right. With the cafe, like I didn't really abide by those rules. So like, if it was like a private thing, you if you bad. want to bring your own beer, I get not wanting to rent the space and pay for the beer there. Right. We weren't allowed to have liquor at all. We yeah. did all the time, obviously. <laughs> oh, um, I know. But <laughs> for like, uh, we couldn't sell wine because we didn't have a wine license, but. For like the jazz strolls that we would, we did. There's a we were, separate wine license yes. outside. I of beer. figured that, that was bullshit. Beer. Jesus. It's it, you get beer, then you get a wine. So like, say we whenever we first started, we didn't know that ciders, like not like Red's Apple, that's an ale, but ciders like Angry Orchard stuff like that. We were serving that. They came in. They're like, you can't serve that. You have to have a wine license. Wow, shit, because that's considered a wine. Just how it's made, it's different. But like for. Like the jazz rolls or different events. I fucking we, hate people so much yeah. just from like you saying that. That makes me so angry. <laughs> but we could serve glasses of wine. We couldn't charge. Oh, so it's, there's like that little bit of wiggle. Could you room. have a donation? Can that's I? That's what donate? I was going to say. Three dollars. We did a donation jar, and that's fine. But they can't. You can't legally, if without a license, you cannot legally sell the alcohol. I was just about to tell that story. So when we, we lived in Mississippi whenever I was still in the military and there was this like sandbar that we would go to and like an actual in the ocean sandbar. It was in the bay. Yeah. Well, there, there was this woman there and her husband and they had this giant pontoon boat, right? And they would sell beer and liquor. I'm doing air quotes. And food. (laughs) And food, but they didn't have licenses. Mm -hmm. So it was free. Gotcha. For but donation. they had a donation jar. Right. Very clever. Yeah. Yeah. There's ways to work the system with that. Yeah. Like, if they, well, I mean, if they came and in they and they had moonshine jello shots. Yeah. Which was, well, <laughs> yeah. It was a heckin' good time. <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> Not to bring it back, yeah. but I'm still imagining like drunk women trying to pull dance. Oh my God. <laughs> like eating it and like hitting the ground. <laughs> I've seen it once or twice in other venues. Not pretty. What was your gnarliest fall? Um, oh, your videos are my favorite to watch. I <laughs> oh, watch them thanks, all the time. Bud. So it's kind of hard to explain if you don't like know various pole moves, but there's this move called the Titanic where oh. it sounds like you just go down anyway. Somebody throws ice. Oh my God. Sorry, that's great. Continue. Okay. Oh, the worst dad jokes <laughs> ever. <laughs> so basically you're holding on like literally with like your butt cheeks and like your <laughs> leg and you start like folded over, like think like reaching to touch your toes. Mm-hmm. And then you have to like use your lower back to like pull yourself up. Ah, really it's super fucking hard. <laughs> and I was like, had like my hands down by my feet and I was going to pull myself up. I was like halfway up my pole and I lost my butt cheek grip and I just like <laughs> face planted right on the hardwood floor. Did not have a crash pad for mm. that one. <laughs> but oh, I've cool. never taken any like serious spills. Like I've never like got in a concussion or mm. like I've been pretty lucky, honestly. Yeah. Uh I don't I don't take too many like crazy risks, which is kind of a shame because I know there's a lot more that I could do. Yeah. But I don't have a spotter that knows what they're doing because I'm the spotter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Drew will like I'll be like, spot me, and he'll be like <sighs> No, <laughs> I don't know how to do this. Sorry. So I don't know. That that's goes back to me wanting to take some lessons too. It's like, yeah. I know I could probably push my potential a lot further, but I need like to train with somebody who 
who has more knowledge than I do yeah. and being the only person really around here. It's yeah. No. It's I was about to say, like, where would you take like lessons? Yeah. Like where would you have to go for that? I would have to go to a city. Like um, would Pittsburgh have that? Pittsburgh has, I know they have like one or two pole studios. I've never looked into it super deeply. Yeah. I haven't heard of any big names in Pittsburgh, but sometimes like people host workshops. Um, I've been to a couple, but I had to travel to them. So I don't know. I haven't really thought that far yet. <laughs> I mean, you do pretty good on your own. I mean, I mean, are you, are you essentially like self-taught or? I am. Okay. Yeah. Like I've taken one like workshop with like, oh, this woman who's my hero, Marlo Fiskin, if you're listening, <laughs> I love you. Um, so yeah, I took a workshop with her and then I took like mm, one or two classes, like formal classes, but I had to travel for them. Um, but everything else I like. Looked up on YouTube. There's actually a lot of really fantastic uh, resources for te- for learning pole online. Although, don't do those. Come take my class. <laughs> <laughs> I find that incredibly like impressive because like that is definitely something that you could hurt yourself doing. Well, I have. Uh, I was telling <laughs> yeah, them we before. About that like, I now have like three well accredited fitness certifications. Um, However, like when I started, I did not, and I didn't really know anything about fitness. So I was like stretching on cold muscles and like didn't know how to engage my shoulders properly. And I definitely like have sustained some injuries that have stuck with me from that time period. So it's not for everybody. Some people pull off home pulling beautifully and like more power to y'all because I know, I know the struggle. Um, But if you're not familiar with fitness or your body or you don't have the time to devote to it, take a class for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's also that, that, you know, that whole thing where if you go on YouTube and you watch somebody that's doing it at home, you don't see the injuries. Right. And And they might not be doing it correctly. Yeah. Like it might look good, but it might not be like physically safe too. I mean, there's, a lot that goes into it that like people don't think about. It's not just like, Oh, grab on and go. It's like, you have to be thinking about like, we were talking about your joints. Mm -hmm. Like my students are probably so sick of hearing me say, engage your shoulders, engage your core. Like, cause you really have to like prepare your body for this shit or like warm up. We spend a good 20 minutes warming up before we do class Mm -hmm. because it's strenuous. Like your, your muscles need that elasticity. Your blood's got to be flowing. Your temperature has got to be elevated because you really can hurt yourself. Well, because you're not like, you're not just, sorry, you're not just like using your muscles, like you're stretching as well. You're you're Absolutely. doing actual movements compared to like, like if you, not saying like, like the gym is any better or worse, but like you're right. going to the gym, you pick up a weight, you lift it up and you put it down. Right. Or, or you do a repetitive mu- movement. Like this is more variable. I feel like dynamic. you're more mm-hmm. huh? dynamic. Definitely. But it it is definitely like a healthy combination of like, Oh, fitness nerd out here for a minute, but like fast twitch and slow twitch. Yeah. Oh yeah. Muscle fiber yeah. movements. Like depending on what you're doing, there's lots of like heavy duty transitions um, that are like high impact. And then there's just like isometric holds, you mm-hmm. know, that work like your, your stabilizer muscles. And that's why I like pole. It's like, it's a very well-rounded workout. You work like every muscle in your body at various in various ways. Yeah, and like you said, you totally get like the the flexibility element of it mm-hmm. as well, which helped me a lot. I'm not naturally flexible. Well, and it's probably like extra hard because you know I think the the biggest thing, and I don't know why I just thought of this, but like what other exercise do you do that's also art? 
uh, various other aerial things, but that's it. <laughs> well, yeah, like you know, I mean, dance, dance, dance of any kind, yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of along those same lines. Dancing in and of itself is difficult. It's very mm-hmm. hard. But one of the things that makes it extremely hard is that you have to do it in a way that looks good, that's right. visually pleasing. Right. And, and then if you want to add hard. music to it, you got to work in the tempo. Yeah. And like making everything look smooth and natural yes. is very difficult. But it you're is still very difficult. talking about just dancing. So you're going from dancing to something that's on the floor where your feet are under you. And then right. now you're on a, a, pole. On a pole. Right. Yeah. You know, it's funny though, because like, like that's I, dumb. I can pole dance like till the cows come home. You take the pole away and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like Ashley white Simpson dad at a barbecue. Saturday night Live. <laughs> like, I can't fucking dance. <laughs> I can dance on a pole or with a pair of heels on the floor, but like normal dancing. But you said you did ballet whenever you were little? I did a little bit of ballet. I was mostly modern dance, mm, okay. uh, which is like making shapes and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but like if my friends were like, let's go out to the club, I'd be like, oh no, <laughs> please don't bring me. That's not me. I don't know how to dance at a club. <laughs> I'd be like, I need a few shots. And I just won't remember it. You guys are driving. Right. You just drive my ass home. <laughs> exactly. See, I've gotten, I've definitely gotten in my comfort zone with pole, which is why I stay on the pole. Y'all can have the class. I don't like bars anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah. You don't like bars either? No. No, we normally yeah. just hang out at home. <laughs> this is why we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we're friends from afar. We like. You guys are in your home. We're in our home. We always get like a wild hair and we're like, yeah, let's go out. This sounds like a great idea. Let's go to a bar. And then we're at a bar. We're just like, what the fuck are we doing this here? This is awful. Can we go we home, please? <laughs> we make ourselves stay we, like the obligated <clears throat> amount of time. Yeah. And then we're just like, are you if good? If we stay yeah, till I'm midnight, yeah, then okay. we're cool. What's the sketchiest situation you've ever been in? Regarding what? <laughs> Pole? Anything. I feel like you uh, could have gotten That you want to talk about <laughs> yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, there's a lot I don't really want to talk about on the podcast. Um, fuck. How about you first? Well, oh, I think. man. Okay. Let me think here. Yeah, the, the weirdest thing that I've ever like... It wasn't even like weird. Like we had, we had the cafe. I, you and Drew were probably there that night. Mm. Um, but the show was over and... I went to, you know, take my after show poo, sit in the bathroom, <laughs> just chilling. There was still probably about 20, 30 people in the bar. I went back there. I was back there for a solid 15 minutes, you know, just enjoying my <laughs> solitude. Yeah, of course. Walk Poop. out and there's nobody in the bar. Uh, nobody. Whoa. Gone. That's creepy. What had happened was, I guess some drunk dude was just being a fucking dick to sissy. So he had, um, or she had uh, Zach Lawson's dad kind of escort him out and she was walking behind the guy and his dad was in front of the guy. So like he was in between, this dude was in between them. Apparently, or no, no, he couldn't have been. I guess it must've been like the dude, sissy, then the, then the dad. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the dude, once they got right outside, swung at sissy or tried what? to. Jesus. And Moose is his name. Fucking, he, I, I love that what dude. A name. He's so good. The dad? Um, yeah, the dad Moose. just leveled this dude. And like, nice. I mean, there was... I'm pretty sure there was blood coming out of his ears. One hit down on no the ground. Shit. Wow. And like how do you fucking swing at sissy? She is a tiny right? human. She's Seriously. also she's also when she gets riled up, she's very mouthy. Yeah, I could and, see that. I can definitely see that. But even so, but even like, so you don't swing that's like, not you know, a fair match. No, yeah. yeah like yeah. I can get mouthy, but I don't think anybody's gonna swing at me. Yeah. I'm a tiny human. Right. They'd feel yeah. real guilty about I'll it. So right. Like, I walk out and I'm like, where the fuck is everybody? I see a bunch of people outside, so I walk outside and I'm like I look down and it's literally a sissy holding this dude's head in her lap and there's just blood everywhere. 
And I was like, what the fuck happened? Like, I literally was... Ten, I just ten, had to poop. I like. just went poop. Like, come the fuck on, guys. Like, so... Yeah, the ambulance came and the dude refused to get in the ambulance and just ran off. I was oh, like, Oh, I heard Wait, that. Wait, why story? did Sissy yeah. have his head yeah, in her lap she, if he was he trying was, to fuck her up? He was out. He she was gave up. So she was like worried. She yeah, cared? She worried. She's she such worried. a good hearted person. Like, she worried that. Like, <laughs> I would have been like, Fuck you. Like, if he would have just gotten like. Stay down, bitch. Seriously. Like, if he would have just gotten like knocked out and there was like no blood, she probably wouldn't have done that. But he was literally right. bleeding from like all, all of his facial orifices. Jeepers. Like, everywhere. It was insane. Moose. So yeah, Moose. You, you guys. I know you. Guys I know I probably met him. But yeah, that was years ago now. Yeah, yeah it's been. It's crazy. It's been over it's two and a half years since. Oh my god, blows my mind. Yeah, that's yeah. wild. Yeah, that I feels miss like a it. lifetime. I miss, we had a good it time so there. Much. I really do. It was fun. So I met you guys. I I was friends with Drew and probably you on Facebook at some point. Mm. And and we met you guys at like in the Big Lots parking lot. That's incredible. Yes, because was that before the first country chaos and yeah, and we had asked you guys if you to do the sound, but yeah. we had never met never you, met. and you were with um Sissy's parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was Sissy there? or Was it just you and them? I feel like it was just you and them because we were on yeah. our way to the gym when the gym was at the old gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I think it was just me and our parents. We were getting like different stuff at Big yeah, Lots for, for the, the cafe. cafe. Yeah. So oh memories. Yeah. Is that, <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about that earlier. It's crazy. Like Is that, that, and that was in, like. The in the Big Lots parking lot? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure um, you complimented me on my bicep curls. I did. No, so or my I met, pull-ups I or met Drew first. Yeah. And he had talked to me at the I Like, I remember somehow a conversation had started. But then you were there, and I was just like, oh, look how cute she is. She looks great. <laughs> and then I, I was over there like, oh, my God, look at that cute girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys had invited me over to, like, one of your like parties at your house and like that's how that's actually how I think he met the both no, of you. No, I met Drew for the first time at the cafe. Yes, I remember cafe. that distinctly. I remember meeting you because, because we talked about healers and like I think we yeah. were both drunk and we had one of those yeah. moments. I was like, we we going, you have a blue healer. Yeah. I want one. Well, we're best God, friends. I was so tanked. <laughs> Man, I remember that though. Yeah. I just remember, I know for a fact I met Drew at the cafe first mm. because I remember seeing him and being like, that guy scares me. <laughs> that's kind of like I how I was like I was never scared of him and I, then was just, he I, I was like you look like a cool motherfucker and then that's he like what I me. thought <laughs> then he talked to me and I was like oh okay because <laughs> like, the first like I mean obviously talking to you guys on Facebook before we actually met like seeing Drew's Facebook profile picture at the time like it was just like him shirtless, jacked, dreadlocks. Like, With I'm like a like, rifle or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> well, the throat tattoo <laughs> yeah. was what did it for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw that. That had to hurt like, like an mf man. Yeah. He said ah. he laughed through the whole thing. He said it tickled. He's a weirdo. He's a total <laughs> weirdo. <laughs> but yeah, like, I was like, man, this guy's like, Looks kind of scary. Yeah. But then, like you know, meeting Drew and hanging out with him is like a fucking sweetheart. Oh like, yeah. Like I, I've, I don't know how many times I've gotten drunk at the cafe and just like opened up to him and just. Like, oh my god, he's know, everyone's yeah. therapist. Yeah. Like I really, if we had the money, I would send him to college, like to mm. get a degree in this he, shit. Because I don't be think he would like college. I do not <laughs> no. think he would either. <laughs> I think like, he's too no. like like you said like 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 with he your, knows too much already. Yeah, he, yeah, he doesn't need very, to go to college, but to get paid. Smart person. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he is. He's brilliant. Yeah, he's a genius. He's gonna be like, how'd the podcast go? And I'll be like, it was great. We talked about you. We the talked whole about time. you the whole time. <laughs> yeah, like I just I wish there was some way that like I'd for you know from the cafe you and him helping out like dude 
me and him wading through fucking sewage. The basement. Dude, like, you guys helped out so fucking much. <laughs> you know, it's just great. Yeah, you're still giving it back right now, yeah. man. Yeah. So, and you know, you did sound at the the shows yeah. that we had. That's like one time, but like you know, Drew was down there every day. If there's anything I needed help with, yeah, just well, come that's down what community's you know. about, yeah. dude. So, I always still appreciate that. offer so. still stands too. We so, appreciate. It. We never got a sketchy story out of you. Yeah, we did. Oh. I think she was hoping for that to get us. I, I really was. I really was hoping that would disappear. <laughs> the story that I have in mind does not have a beginning, middle, and end. Can I skip this one? Sure. That's <laughs> okay. Fine. Thanks. Yeah. It's like this one time. This one time, I was at a protest and I put a bike lock on my neck and I locked myself to this other girl's neck and then we went to jail. If you want to hear the rest of the crazy story, you have to uh, sign up for classes with Vertical Vehicles. Ah, (laughs) She'll tell you in person. Yep. There you go. go. I like that. That's perfect. Uh, I'm also a really bad storyteller. Like this one time, I did a thing and I'll like sit and wait. Right there. So I could make like, it really cool it, and it's just funny, right? It was cool, and they're just like, <laughs> no. I'll just bleep it. out random words, okay. like every three or four <laughs> words, so it just sounds like really fucking weird. Be like, dude, it was it's the craziest. That was the craziest story, story I ever. Like, I couldn't never like, gonna believe like, it. Yeah, like no. you can't even hear it. It was that fucking crazy. His brother <laughs> wanted to start a separate podcast for me to tell stories <laughs> and like, like to see story what time it, with Jessica. Yeah. Story story Can I co-host? Because I feel like I'm on your level, girl. <laughs> they're only like supposed to be like 15 minute segments, and they're only like they might be good or they might be bad. And you never know. That's <laughs> the mystery they're box. They're gonna be really bad. I love it. <laughs> Fuck off. You're fucking bald. Oh. Yeah, you're bald. Your head looks like a penis. A beautiful penis. What you got to say about that, huh? <laughs> Nothing, because I hear it every day. <laughs> it's a Be term a of endearment. Your head looks like a penis, you know? Is that, is it? No, I'm just making up <laughs> shit now. <laughs> You know what's crazy is she is probably the least appropriate person <laughs> that we've had on the show. No. Who? Jess? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was sitting on the couch earlier today just drinking my coffee. She walks out of the walks out of the kitchen with her coffee and just nah. <laughs> She's like, ah! It's like cool. <laughs> it was not expected. What's funny it. is like, so you can always tell, and I want this included. Okay. okay. Don't cut this. <laughs> but you can always tell whenever she's farted. Because she'll laugh. <laughs> Like, she'll just be sitting there at the kitchen table doing homework with her headphones in, like, whatever, and I'll just hear, like, (laughs) (laughs) and I know that she just ripped it in there. Oh, that's fantastic. See, that's how I am. Like, whenever I lived with Madison, like, the the bathroom and then the porch, for some reason, had the best, like, echo. So when I farted, like, I'd just be peeing, and I would just fart. It was echo, and I would just laugh my ass off, like, almost to the point of tears. And she'd be in the bedroom. She's like, you're fucking disgusting. <laughs> or I'd be like out on the porch, like laying down smoking and I would fart and like, she couldn't hear that, but she'd just hear me laughing. And I'd come back inside. She's like, you just shit on the porch. <laughs> yeah. Like it just echoed. Cause it just, just the way the walls were. It was just, like great. It was amazing. Simple creatures. <laughs> Dude, I had the best bonding moment with my nephew, uh, like two weeks ago. <laughs> How old is your nephew? He's 10. Luke well, he's either nervous. nine or 10. I don't remember. He's 10. He turned 10. He's okay. five, three. He's Whoa! Huge. And weighs Damn. 140 pounds. That is larger pounds. than he I am. He wears a size huge. 11 shoe. Huge, huge, huge. Big boy. Yeah. He wears. He can wear my shoes. No shit. You got. I big have feet. big feet. You got big ass. He feet. can wear my shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I can wear a size. You know, 15 doesn't mean it's gonna fit. Listen, to you. <laughs> but so we were walking to go see uh, Jurassic Park, the new one. And as we're walking in, I had fart, and so I was like, hey. Do you hear that? And he's like, what? 
and I ripped it. Right? Ah. It was a good one too. <laughs> he starts laughing and he's like, oh, that was a good one. High five. <laughs> so I go to high five him and when I high five him, he farts too. Ah. <laughs> and my great. sister was walking behind us <laughs> and she was just like, oh can God. we not fart all over me? Like, <laughs> That's a perfect way to bond with a 10-year-old Oh, boy, yeah. Oh it's God. great. Dude, my sister... Not his. Mo- I have two sisters. His mother tells me all the time. She's just like, it is so frustrating because it's like growing up with you again. Oh, that's great. At least she's trained. <laughs> like, that's yeah, awesome. He is a mirror image of me when I was his age. Nice. Just like way bigger. Yeah, it sounds like it. Way bigger. I feel like he's probably nicer than you were too. Is he balding too? hilarious. You guys right? are stupid. You're, you're fucking stupid. No, you're stupid. I know. You're all okay. smart and beautiful. Thank you. Jess, did you have anything else? I need you, you in my life more. Sort of like shit all over me all the time, and you're just like, you're beautiful. I try to be positive. It's okay. I'm normally pretty positive. I think they're just trying Get to make the me fuck out of here. You are not positive. Oh, <laughs> the truth comes out. Yeah. It's like we'll be sitting there, and you know, she's just like, Jed, you're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Just random. like that. I've heard that a few times. There's, yeah. there's also sometimes where you. Like your fucking, you fucking dad joke stuff that you're just like like one after the other after the other. Dude, day. he just sits like, and say oh, dad dude, joke. What was that one? I like dad joke. Oh, oh, dad oh, joke. Oh, oh, okay, so how's listen. this? What's your best dad joke? Oh man, best dad joke. He just sat there and God, I love that's, bad that's jokes. a hard one. Um, man, I'm trying. Okay, I'll go first. Okay, you go first. Yeah. <laughs> <Let> me- <clears throat> how much does it cost for a pirate to get his ears pierced? How much? A buccaneer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got one. Um, why can't dinosaurs clap? Because their fucking arms are too short. Because they're dead. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I got, I got one. Good. Yeah, it's what I sent you guys earlier and nobody responded. No, I laughed about laugh it. About? Okay. I thought, I thought so, you were near. I was so laughing. A man walks into a zoo. There's only one animal there and it's a dog. It's a shit zoo. <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> that's good. Dad jokes are fun. What's the funny. lettuce one that you can we just tell? do like a dad joke lettuce? Yes. Yes. That'd be so cool. Lettuce. Just like just be dads. Absolutely. You know, you could do. I mean, I don't know if like, like a great dad. Yeah. And you're like yeah. lettuce something. We call everybody or, or like a vegetable like one. All of our friends' dads. So like whenever we get together <laughs> and my dad's there, and like somebody comes in, like Lyndon will walk in or like Jed will walk in, and be like, "What's up, dad?" And my dad's like. What? We're like, no, dad, dad. Other, your dad, other dad. dad. Your dad, dad. Your real you're, dad. You're, yeah, like, <laughs> so I do, have, I do have a good one that I read the other day, though. Is I'm pretty, I, I like this one. So a uh, man goes to a bar and the bouncer stops him because he doesn't have a tie on. He's like, hey, man, tie only. He's like, all right, cool. So he goes back to his car, doesn't have a tie, but he has jumper cables. Oh, so he ties the jumper cables around his neck and he comes back to the <laughs> bouncer and he goes, hey, you know, I couldn't find a tie. Will these work? Bouncer says, sure, go on in. Just don't start anything. <laughs> That's good. Because it's jumper so cables. Dumb. Yep. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. That's a pretty bad one. The best kind. Man, I'm trying to think. I have so many, but. Did you were going on. I, mean, I, don't, well, you, I think you were reading up. them off a website um, though, the other day. Why did the bicycle fall over? I don't know. Because it was too tired. Hey, that's <laughs> good. <laughs> Why do chicken coops only have two doors? Why? Because if they had four, it'd be a chicken sedan. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. I like that one.
This podcast has been brought to you by 13 Palm Trees Podcast Productions. Check us out online at 13palmtrees.com.